In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Did you hear it in the middle of the Old Testament reading this morning? David McDowell read this phrase that God said to Moses. God said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Now, a better translation is, I personally will go with you and I will give you rest. I love that assurance. And, and that assurance that God is going with the Israelites as they leave Egypt and go to the promised land. Relationships are funny things because relationship is reciprocal. That's how a healthy relationship thrives. So God says, I personally will go with you. I will be present for you. So that means we get to be present with God. We get to present ourselves to God. Here in, in the nave two weeks ago, Dylan Nicholas Hernandez was presented by his parents and godparents at noon after our streamed service for the service of baptism. He was four days shy of his first birthday on October 4th. Cute cheeks, darling, presented to God and to those around him to be initiated into the church and baptism. You are presenting yourselves through Facebook and YouTube greetings, saying hello to people, giving thumbs up and hearts to Jimmy's beautiful songs, to our wonderful in-person singers as well. You're presenting yourself, even from the comfort of your home, whether you're disheveled this morning, whether you are brokenhearted or coffee in hand, you are presenting yourself to God. We also present ourselves to God through prayer. Maybe you join us through prayer in the week. Maybe you have your own disciplines. These are actions of presenting ourselves to God to maintain and grow that relationship. Now, you may have your favorite prayer that you say, one that is widely known, was written in the 1930s by Reinhold Niebuhr. It's called the Serenity Prayer. Maybe you have it cross-stitched on a pillow or written in calligraphy in a frame, um, or you can re recite it. It goes like this. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So I heard a new iteration of this prayer as I read from a book called Resurrection Matters, Church Renewal for Creation's Sake. It's written by Nuria Love Parish, came out a couple of years ago, and she reimagines the serenity prayer in this way. 
God, grant me the wisdom to know what I can change, the courage to act for good despite my fears, and the serenity to accept what I can neither change nor influence. Note the inversion of the order here. Actions come first. Parrish says that in this revision, we see our capacity for action grounded in God's love elevated. We have this, it's highlighted, our ability to act. Serene acceptance of difficulty only follows after all other options are exhausted. It's a last resort when nothing else can be done. So I want to hold up this revision of the serenity prayer to how Jesus interacts with the disciples of the Pharisees in our reading from Matthew today and see how, how Matthew's story falls into this paradigm set up through this reframing. What are the actions Jesus can take in this affront? Jesus can speak the truth. Jesus can name the hypocrisy at play. And Jesus courageously flips the conversation to act for good and for God. Because Jesus grounds his response in the authority of God as creator. As Ron read the gospel today, we also heard how Jesus is modeling wisdom. Note, he is not phased at all by this clash posed by the Pharisees between the earthly empire, right, that's Caesar and the taxes, and the heavenly reign of God. Jesus calls listeners to a gift mentality. Jesus calls the listeners to a gift mentality. He doesn't make a judgment on the morality of taxes. I mean, I'm sure he has an opinion about them, but he doesn't go down that path. He leaves it for each person to choose because he knows they're trying to trick him. He says, give to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, Give to God the things that are God's. Again, the space that Jesus invites his challengers into is faithful giving. And those who know, know. Those who hear, hear. And the Pharisees know and hear. They know the law handed down to them from Moses. They know that the Creator is God. And what did the earthly powers create? Nothing without God. And Jesus says, give. You are invited. Present yourself and your whole life to God. The Pharisees are speechless. I would say, because they know Jesus is speaking truth. 
And so the question comes up for me, what is mine to do? What is mine to do? Westina Matthews posed this question to those who joined a webinar she offered a month ago. What is the work that each of us pledges to take on as we create, live into, and sustain a beloved community following Jesus? Well, as you may know very well, because you may have been here for a long time or you may have just dropped in and visited us this Sunday morning through our live stream, the parish of St. Stephen's acts in multiple ways. We grow in faith and build disciples of Jesus through Christian formation. Whether you participated and watched Becky teach on YouTube this morning or joined in our children's ministry, we care for God's creation. Perhaps you got a jar of honey from our 200,000 bees across the street. We support and pray for those in need of pastoral care. Maybe you've gotten a bouquet of flowers recently or a meal when you were in need or a phone call from a priest when we can't come visit you in the hospital. And we reach out to the community as the hands and feet of Christ. Maybe you've delivered a jacket or a blanket for our neighbors in Avondale. So what is your action to take? What is within your control or influence? Listen for that serenity prayer inversion. Where are you called to take action? What is it that you are called to steward? How will you live out and step up in faith? And what resources will you commit to the community of St. Stephen's? This may look like the gift of time or skill. And as Jesus holds up that coin in front of the Pharisees, we are reminded that it also likes, looks like a commitment of money, yours and mine. And so I invite you to reflect on what your investment of God's gifts has been this year and how this has nourished your faith. It's been a challenging year of change and disruption, hasn't it? And so I invite you on this gorgeous day to pray about what your investment looks like in the community of St. Stephen's for the year ahead. As John mentioned a moment ago, we will celebrate Consecration Sunday next week, lifting up all of those commitments for 2021 that we have promised to give toward building the kingdom of God through the ministries of St. Stephen's. In all that we face ahead as individuals, as a church, and the wider community of our nation and the world, I want you to remember these last two things. The first is this, hold tightly to who you are and whose you are. You are a gift of and from God. 
It is good to have you present as part of God's beloved community today. And finally, remember this. Remember to enter God's presence through intentional prayer. And in doing so, I want to invite you to listen again to that reimagined serenity prayer. So pray with me. God, grant us the wisdom to know what we can change, the courage to act for good despite our fears, and the serenity to accept what we can neither change nor influence. Amen.